Hi moms, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome back. I'm here with my friend Dorinda who has traveled to my closet. Yes. From Spokane, Washington. I Thank feel you very for joining me. <laughs> to be in your closet, Thank Heidi. You. I do not let just anyone come into my closet, oh. um, as you well know. <laughs> so uh, thank you for being here today. We have been talking about uh, children, you know, just straight talk about having children and what it means uh, for us. We have a big families, but uh, my very best friend in the whole world doesn't have, she's not homeschooling. She doesn't have as many children as I do. Mm -hmm. uh, this is not, uh, we're not trying to make a plug for, um, you know, big family is the only way to do it. What we are trying to make a plug for is God has a plan for your family, mm -hmm. and He loves you, and He wants you to listen to Him. And we're going to encourage you to go back to the Word of God. Get on your knees. Uh, something that uh, Dorinda said earlier, and I don't want to, like, steal all of Daryl's thunder, so I'm trying really hard not to, <laughs> not to encroach on Daryl's podcast time. Uh, who knows what, what price there will be to pay for that. Uh, but something interesting about uh, following God, and that is that um, we need to pray for God, whether He's laid it on our heart to have a bunch of kids or not, mm -hmm. because That's it right. might be that... It's, it's my heart's desire, you know, it wasn't, but it was your heart's desire mm -hmm. uh, to have a lot of children. And God said, that's not what I have for right. you. That's not what I have for you. Yeah. And really, that's what we should be doing. Right. You have to be is, willing to lay it down and absolutely. ask Him what He wants. Yes, to, to lay it down, to walk with the Lord and to say, Lord, not my will, mm -hmm. but yours. And I don't think that we can go to the Lord uh, and talk to him about those things without a heart that's open to say, Lord, you know, whatever you want, right. help me, help that be my heart too. And mm -hmm. I think that's certainly my story. And I know it's Daryl's that the Lord just changed my heart toward having children. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't want to have that many and toward homeschooling too. I was the right. mom who was like, no way. I am <laughs> never doing that. By the time I met you, I'd already, God had already worked you on had. my heart and I was yeah. already homeschooling, yeah. but I was your like consummate anti-homeschooler right i was like oh those ladies in the jumpers right. whose kids all play stringed instruments no 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 <laughs> that is not <laughs> that is not us that is not for me um, but god has a way of bringing us around i think as we walk with him to his way of thinking yeah. uh for our family mm -hmm. we have a friend who lives in uh, actually i don't know where he lives anymore but he was from mount vernon at the time a pastor and he said if you torture a verse long enough it'll confess to anything <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, you know what? That's great. Yeah. We do that to each other, right? We do. As Christians, we do that to each other. You know, we, God gives us a verse and he lays it on our heart and he shows us what that means for our lives for that season. And I'm not talking about issues of salvation here, all right? I'm talking about issues of freedom. Right. But God may lay a particular verse like arrows in the hands of a warrior or a man whose quiver is full of them. And we might just think, God wants me to have as many arrows as, mm -hmm. as he's going to give me and it becomes a legalistic thing and we start reading right. that verse to somebody else and going this is what god means for you right when really my thought is the person who's most likely to talk to dorinda and daryl about how many kids that they should have is god right right it's exactly. not me exactly so we're going to encourage you to go back back to the word of god and today I really want to dig into uh, what it looks like when God allows hard things to happen to you, mm -hmm. when He, uh, when you have an unexpected outcome, when you deal with a sick child. So that's going to kind of be the topic of where we're going to go with this discussion about having children, this honest, straight talk. That's one of the reasons I love Dorinda so much is, you know, there's pretty much not a subject that we can't broach, even if we disagree, right. and kind of just talk it through. And, yeah. and, uh, and that's the blessing of a, of, uh, of a good relationship, so, you know, when you're walking with the Lord in particular. Right. Um, but I want to stop for just a minute and kind of veer around to a, uh, our sponsor because I just found out uh, that Dorinda is using five in a row mm -hmm. with her youngest son, whose name is Silas. Silas. Mm -hmm. And Silas has 
um, ADD. Mm -hmm. And I want you, I want you to know if you can just take a minute and just talk about why you decided to go away from what you have been doing with mm -hmm. your other seven children mm -hmm. to using five in a row with Silas and what that's been like for you. Well, I was kind of doing the same thing with him and I just saw his love of learning just really, it was, di it was diminishing quickly. Mm -hmm. He hated doing schoolwork and he was crying. And I, and I thought, wait a minute, I know I've been doing this a while. I know the signs. He's he's not liking this. So, <laughs> was it the crying? It was the crying. Yeah, the crying and the, was Please don't make know. me do this. <laughs> so, um, so I was really praying about it. And it was a it was a couple month process of just sort of just praying and asking the Lord, "What do you want? What do you want, Lord? I know you know him better than I do. Mm -hmm. So show me what to do." So anyway, I had five in a row. And so it's like the Lord said, you know, what do you have? And I said, well, I have five in a row. Mm -hmm. So, so I started doing that. Mm -hmm. And it's been wonderful because mm -hmm. the, the, there's so much to draw from. So I can change subjects quickly if, if he's not really enjoying something yeah. and I'm losing him. Mm -hmm. I can move on to something mm -hmm. else very mm -hmm. quickly. And he, I can keep his attention for a really long time. Have and, you, of the books that are in there, I know, I mean, there are dozens of books that Jane Lambert recommends. And right. Is there a favorite so far that uh, Well, we love Ferdinand. Oh, Ferdinand, <laughs> right? Long live Ferdinand. Love Ferdinand. Yeah. And um, the one about the coat, the um, a coat for... Oh, Anna? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. one, that one yeah. just made. I just sat and bawled. Have you gotten the blueberries for Sal yet? No. Okay, that'll be good too. Yeah, <laughs> and any caps of for sale. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, five in a row is just basically it's a unit study approach mm -hmm. to homeschooling, mm -hmm. and it's a wonderful. You have a blog post uh, at your blog called the Unhurried Homeschooler. Yes, I do. Uh, where's your blog? Where can where can listeners find you at? It's at simplenourishinghome dot com. Simple Nourishing Home. That mm -hmm. is a great title. <laughs> Funny you should say that. It's a great title. I love that. <laughs> and it really encapsulates you. Yeah. Simple Nourishing Home. Mm -hmm. For as long as I've known Dorinda, that really has kind of been her mantra. Although you are a little bit of a of a superwoman to me because mm -hmm. of all of like the the bread baking and <laughs> Dorinda has all kinds of stories she can tell you. The most recent one of uh, my one of my favorite Dorinda stories is the time that uh you butchered what, your sheep and then yes. you, you processed them and prepared them where? On our dining room table. Bless you. <laughs> I like that was not a, that was not the plan. I'm going to but, like you know Costco for right, my meat, and it looks right. really nice and pretty and packaged. Yeah. And I go, oh, I'll I'll pick that one, not Dorinda, man. <laughs> She's like, boys, have a knife. Here we go, <laughs> right? She's like the pioneer woman of homeschooling. So in some ways, and yet you're very metropolitan. Yes, you're like an enigma. To I me. am. Yes, I one of the things I love about you. So, anyways, check out five in a row. We've wasted like half of our podcast time. <laughs> Oops, talking sorry. about you know uh, things cheap. like cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so hang with us. We're going to talk for the next uh, six minutes or so about um, struggles and things that the Lord has brought you through. I wrote a, a blog post um, called When the Experts Are Wrong about our decision to go through with a pregnancy that the doctors told us was probably going to end badly. Mm. Um, they told us back in 1993, early in 93, that our daughter, Sierra, who now is a beautiful, very healthy, capable 21-year-old uh, girl— was going to have heart defects and was likely not going to uh, be healthy when she was born. They were almost sure she had Down syndrome. There were several things that came up on a genetic test uh, that put her at high risk for Down hmm. syndrome and also for a particular kind of heart defect. And actually, the, I feel like the Lord really protected us because all of our kids have a genetic marker we discovered later in life, and it has manifested itself in different ways. But it was a test, really, of our uh, faith in God and of our, you know, we either trust Him or we don't. And I remember it, that uh, when the test uh, started, they said to us, 
these are your options. You know, you can uh, terminate the pregnancy. And I'm, I'm at this point, you know, 20 weeks into my pregnancy. Mm. So you can terminate the pregnancy or, you know, we can, uh, we can take this thing through to the end and just see what God will do. And so we had this decision to make with regard to Sierra, which really was no decision at all. Mm-mm. We were like, really? You would, you're counseling us to have an abortion? You were probably already starting to feel her move oh, inside. I, yes, and absolutely. And I wrote about that oh. um, in, the, in the blog post. I said, look, I can feel this. I wanted mm-hmm. to just say to the doctor, would you like to put your hands on my belly right now? Because mm. there's a baby in here. Yeah. And she's moving and turning and hiccuping. Mm-hmm. And there was no way. We never considered it. Right. Uh, we knew that God was going was gonna to be with us. And it, again, goes back to what we were talking about the other day about grace. And mm. there is a grace over that series of grace over that season. I know you had mm-hmm. a similar thing happen to you. Tell us about I that. Did. Well, um, Silas, our youngest, was born with a major heart defect. He had um, transposition of the greater arteries and two holes in his heart. So, you know, open heart surgery at three days old was our only option. Mm. You know, we had no options and he was there for two months. Now, did you know about this ahead of time? Did not know ahead of time. Completely took you by surprise. Lived an hour away from the hospital and had Mm. seven children from one to 13 at home. And so Mm -hmm. it was quite a a wild ride. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how, how would you say that God got you through that? What were some of the things that you can, as you look back now and say... This is what the Lord taught me during that time. Well, he taught me the power of having his saints praying for you mm. because I felt like we were just carried through all of that. And I knew it was the power of prayer. And it made me want to make sure that I pray for other people when they're in the situation because it does make a difference. Mm. And the other thing was there were a couple defining moments when I felt like God was telling me, you need to give Silas to me and let me be willing to let me take him. Wow. And that those were very, very, very hard moments for me. And I would sob and just say, Lord, I give him back to you. He's yours. And instantly God would say, no, mm. you get to keep him, but you're going to have to be patient and you're going to have to trust me. Did and you feel like you learned a lot about just the sovereignty of God in absolutely. that moment? Absolutely. I realized how, even more so, how little control I have, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I also learned how good God is. Let me ask you a really direct question, since okay. you know it's me and you, yes. and I can never do it any I other way. I expect nothing less. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> um, the thing that comes to my mind, you know, uh, knowing, especially because we only we were only on our second baby right. when we got bad news, right. but here you are, baby number, number eight, eight. Mm-hmm. and people are going to look at you and go, you know what? Mm-hmm. You just had to roll the dice one more time, right. didn't you? That's basically... You had to roll the dice. And someone so, did say that to yeah, us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm wondering, um, you know, as a mom, those are those are kinds of things. I mean, every woman, every mom listening to this can relate whether or not she's had an unexpected mm-hmm. outcome. Mm-hmm. You do feel like, I'm rolling the dice. Right. I got pregnant again. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to lose this baby. Maybe I'm going to... Maybe she's going to be born sick. Right. Maybe she's going to be born with a mental defect, or maybe she's going to be, you know what I mean, damaged right. in some right. way. And what what would you say to that mom who's listening right now, and she's afraid? Mm-hmm. What would you say to her about that? I would say that there was a fear afterwards mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, if God gives us more kids, I'm getting older. I was 37 at the time, mm-hmm. and you hear all the stories about getting older and having kids and right. how dangerous it is. Yes, and- advanced maternal age. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> right. And so, um, so there was that, but I, as I recall, we prayed a lot about it, and we were just so— 
amazed at what God did and how much grace was there, um, that our hearts really were open for more kids. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But I can understand the fear, yeah, you know, and it's just one of those things where God tells us he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, mm -hmm. but a power of love and of a sound mm -hmm. mind. Second Timothy you know? 1, 7. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. you just really, it's taking your thoughts captive and, and um, praying the scriptures and you know, meditating mm -hmm. on what God has to say mm -hmm. about it, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I find a lot of comfort in, uh, in trusting in the sovereignty of God. Absolutely. You know, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for mm -hmm. I know the plans I have for you. Mm -hmm. I know, says mm -hmm. the Lord, mm -hmm. their plans to prosper you, not to harm you. That doesn't mean that hard things aren't going to happen. Exactly. It really does. Um, I know that there are moms listening right now who are, they're in a hard place and they're terrified. And I just right. want to say to that mom, God's got you. Yeah, and yeah. he's good. You know, mm -hmm. I always say it's it's wonderful to have a sovereign God, but if mm -hmm. he, if he's not good, we're sunk. Seriously. So we yeah. have to believe that he's good mm -hmm. because he is good. He is good. Yeah, he is good. Well, and he proves it over and over in his word mm -hmm. um, that he's sovereign and that we can have confidence in him, that he loves us, Absolutely. that his mercies are new every morning. Those moms who are listening who are so tired and mm -hmm. think, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I just want to go, yes, you can. You can. You can Absolutely. because God's mercies are going to be new for you right. tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we just need to uh, to take a step back from the circumstance that we find ourselves in and go back to the Lord again and say, Lord, show me what it is that you want me to learn mm -hmm. from this. And oftentimes we don't learn it right then. Exactly. You know, we don't, we, yeah. we may be stuck in the middle of something and go, this is lame. Right. Like, I don't understand why I'm in this situation. I can't hear from the Lord, but he's there. The Bible says that he's listening. He, he sees is. us. And he cares. And, he and, cares. and when you're tempted to despair, mm. because it, it's easy to do when you're yeah. so terribly sleep deprived, yep. everything seems way worse than it really is. Mm -hmm. um, to remember that for every temptation, he's made a way out. And just ask God mm -hmm. to help you to have his eyes mm -hmm. and his ears and mm -hmm. be able to see your kids in your situation the way that he sees it. Invite him into the mess. Yes. He wants to be there Absolutely. with you. Yeah. We don't have to clean up first. That's yeah. a mistake I made a lot thinking I had yeah. to clean up and clean up my house and everything before you know I could talk to God. And yeah. really, he just wants to come in and be with you and be mm. with your kids and help you sort through the mess. Mm. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I think we're learning too. I mean, you know, now we're in our mid 40s mm -hmm. and some of our kids are grown and we're starting to have grandbabies and we're looking back on it and we're going, oh my goodness. My kids taught me so much about yeah. what it means to walk with the Lord. Absolutely. And I think that's part of the blessing of having kids. I mm -hmm. mean, that's part of the promise, mm -hmm. even, of having kids, is that God is going to faithfully walk you through that situation, and he's going to teach you something. And you may not be able to see it now, right? but you will be able to look back later and go, mm -hmm. you know what? God was faithful. He met me where I was at that moment in that situation, and he's, he's good. His heart his heart toward me is good. What well, has been absolutely a joy to have you here this week, and we're going to go ahead and uh, continue this conversation Great. because there's so many things to talk about mm -hmm. when it comes to motherhood. And if you have not subscribed to the Busy Mom podcast, I hope you will take a minute and do that. Just go head on over to iTunes. You can just search for The Busy Mom. You can search for Heidi St. John, too, but I think it's easier to search for The Busy Mom. And I hope that you will subscribe to my blog at thebusymom.com. We have a team of wonderful writers there that write with me. Um, Dorinda is one of those writers. She also writes over at Simple Nourishing Home. Yes. And uh, our heart really is just to encourage you in your walk with the Lord, mm -hmm. to encourage you through the through the highs and the lows of mothering and to see it as the blessing that it is. So join us back here again on Monday, and we're going to pick up this discussion, honest talk about having children. 
For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.